Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Rachel's Radio. Hey everyone, welcome. Oh my goodness, guys, I'm so happy to be back filming, even though I say that, and I was actually filming last week. Um, But hope you guys are all doing okay. If you're new here, hi, my name's Rachel. I'm autistic, and I'm also in anorexia recovery. And in this pod, we just talk about all things mental health, autism, eating disorders, OCD, the full shebang. And yeah, it's a safe space, so we can just chat, like, just openly about mental health and hopefully it's relatable for some people and comforting and yeah all that sort of stuff so if you do enjoy this podcast make sure to leave me a positive review on apple or spotify make sure you go and follow my instagram at rachel recovering and my podcast instagram a little plug there at rachel's radio and yeah let's get started in today's episode, I thought we could talk a bit about school because it's currently, well, it's just about September. It's just the end of August when I'm filming this. But when this goes out, it'll be September. And that is when a lot of people go back to school. And this can be a very like nerve wracking, anxiety provoking time for anyone, but especially autistic people, I feel, because I know with my experience with school, I found it quite challenging, Um, not because it was the school's fault or anyone's fault, just kind of the situation, the whole environment. I find it quite loud, sensory overload. So I thought we could talk about maybe some coping strategies for going back to school, what you can do to kind of make the experience more bearable um, and yeah, just talk a bit about that because I know you know, it might be kind of helpful to hear this before going back to school. So I thought first we could talk about kind of, I guess, this pressure to like making friends and fit in, because I think it's really hard, especially if you're, I guess, just going into a new school like year seven, or if like, you're just going back to school um, for another academic year, I think it's really hard to either reconnect with friends or make new friends. I know for me, um, I have like, you know, I'm quite socially anxious and I find like interactions very difficult. So I find it quite difficult to make friends, um, especially if I guess you're all just in the school together. You don't really know what people's common interests are. I find it a lot easier to make friends when we have like a shared common interest or kind of, you know, something like that because you've got a topic that you're probably both interested in or like, you know, have experience of. And I feel like it's a lot easier to break the ice when you've got that. Um, So I guess I want to say first, like, I think when you're autistic, this is from my point of view, I feel like there's this pressure to kind of act in a certain way in the sense that to make friends you put pressure on yourself to act like a neurotypical. Now, I'm just going to stress this. This should not be the case. Like, I am 100% supporter of people unmasking and being themselves and believing in themselves and kind of being supportive of themselves as well. Um, But I think the nature of a school environment is very pressured. It's very kind of a lot of people and 
kind of, I don't want to say a lot of competition, but it kind of is to make friends, especially if it's like your first day, um, and to kind of find people that you gravitate towards. And I just want to say that like the friendship groups that you make in year seven are quite unlikely to be the ones you'll still have in like year 10, 11, 13, because not only do we change and evolve as a person, I think slowly we kind of gravitate towards the people who kind of are our sort of people. Like, I think on the first day, like, you'll go find someone and, you know, you'll have a lovely conversation with them, don't get me wrong, but they might not be your people. And I think it takes, like, definitely, like, a couple of years to you know try and find that especially in a school where although there's loads of people there's also a limited number of people there's not like the whole world and as I said there's no like shared common interests so it's quite difficult to kind of connect with people um but I think once you've been there um for a while then you know over time you'll get put you know next to people in in different classes and stuff like that and then it kind of forces you to interact with more people which can both be like very difficult because when you're put in a class and you know no one it is so hard um but then at the same time you know you can it is a way of connecting with people so I would say just give it time like don't put pressure on yourself to find your people on day one you know, just give yourself time and know that by the end of the school, you will have, you know, someone, at least someone who you really understand. And you know what, if you don't, then, you know, like, you've got the rest of your life and also you've got the rest of your life, like, right in that moment, like, out of school to make friends and to find your people. Because, you know, school is one part of your life, say, like, I don't know, when you're in um kind of full-time education, it might be, like, a third of your life, but there's still two-thirds of your life, you know? Like, outside of school, there is so much more to life than school, although you're at school quite a lot of the, you know, time, um, you know, there's so much more, and, yeah, so I would just say give yourself time. Okay, so tip two... I don't know if we're going to call them tips, but I'm just going to go for that. Um, (laughs) Sounds quite like I actually prepared it. Um, (laughs) So tip two is kind of trying to establish a routine. Um, Obviously, I'm talking from my experience as an autistic person. um, But definitely in recent years, since, you know, being diagnosed, I've really found and cherished the importance of routine. Now, I haven't been in school, like a mainstream school for a long, long time. Um, I have anorexia and due to that I've missed loads of school and you guys know that I've done like home tutoring and access my education in different ways that have worked so much better for me. The environments have really allowed me to reach my full potential I would say and actually fall back in love with education and now I'm going to be doing my A-levels very soon. Um, So I think the importance of routine wherever you are, whether you're in school or at home or whatever, is really important just kind of to limit kind of I know you can't get rid of the anxiety but just to limit the anxiety or to as a kind of like a coping mechanism to get through the anxiety um I know for me like the build-up to GCSEs was so difficult because I was so anxious and 
um, at the time, like I was really struggling to focus and I just wanted to do them and it to be over. And I feel like that's kind of the thing with school. You just want it to be the first day um, so that you've just got it out of the way and that it's done. And especially the first couple of weeks when you're getting to know people, even if you're going back like for the fifth time, you know, like you're in year 11 or, you know, if you're going back, um, if you're to your first day in year seven, I think, you know, it's there's always going to be that apprehension because you haven't seen people in a long, long time, um, you know, six weeks. And yeah, you're it's kind of like being thrown in the deep end again, even if it's your, you know, not your first time in that school, it's still, it's still hard, especially if you haven't, if you've been on holiday and haven't seen your friends over the summer. So I think routine's really important. And I know for me, I think when I was at school, um, preparing my stuff the night before really helped because I found that this kind of, I guess I didn't have to worry about this in the morning. So like getting organized, I would say, um, I do have OCD, so I did constantly check my bag, like, all the time. But because I'd packed my bag the night before, in the morning I could just do my checks. I didn't actually have to, like, kind of pack my bag from scratch, which was really helpful. And I think another really good kind of routine and thing is just to kind of, like, plan your day and know what you're going to be doing. So for me, like, especially when I had a busy day... I'd get some paper and write down exactly what I was doing, even though it was like the same kind of structure of day to all the other days in the year. But I think, especially at the start of school, but just any point in school, just making like a little kind of timetable. I know you do get given timetables, but kind of like a personalised timetable to you, um, where you've got the things that you're doing and the timings and what time you need to get up and what time, you know, if possible, you can plan kind of that sort of thing. And I think also knowing like your structure, like agreeing it with, you know, your parents or carers before, um, you know, what time you're going to leave, how you're going to get there, where you're going to be dropped, everything like that. Because then in the morning, you're not worrying about that. Like I know for me, I love to plan. And I think that really helped me just knowing what was happening so that in the morning, I could literally just get ready. And that's all. And also like, you know, put your pyjamas out, not your pyjamas, that would be a bit weird if you put your pyjamas on for school, but your school uniform, put that on or whatever clothes you're wearing. If you're at home, you're the clothes, like put, just put them ready so that in the morning you just grab them and go. And I find that in the evening, like, you know, I'm, I guess, you know, there's still anxiety, but I think, you know, you're kind of, you're so tired that I just rather do it, I guess, in the evening so that in the morning, when I'm awake, it's already there, um, you know, instead of kind of faffing around, that sort of thing. But I think it works differently for everybody. It kind of depends if you're a morning person, um, how much you rely on a plan because and how much it affects you if the plan changes, because that could also happen. But then I would say maybe make a plan B. Um, so yeah, I think that's really helpful. Okay, so I think also what's important is when you're going back to school, like thinking of and creating kind of coping strategies that you can use when it gets really stressful during like term time um, and that they're ready and waiting. So tip three, if we're going to be all formal about it, um, would be kind of, yeah, create coping mechanisms because, you know, I think going back to school, it is so overwhelming. And to be honest, when you come home, you're probably going to be so tired 
Um, but just because you're tired doesn't mean you won't be anxious for the morning or whatever. So I think coping mechanisms are helpful. So for me, mine might be like, I've always got my weighted blanket. Um, maybe go on a walk to kind of de-stress after school. Um, and kind of stuff like that. Just, and I think here I'd like, really like to stress that, like, don't put pressure on yourself to be a perfectionist I guess because I know for me um I am a perfectionist and that means that like you know I'd come home from a really busy day at school this was when I was at school um and then obviously you want to do your homework and get out of the way and stuff like that but it's really important to rest like I especially think in that hour hour and a half from when you come back from school rest seriously like don't beat yourself up if you're not being productive because rest, like, I know everyone says this, but rest is productive, and ultimately, you'll probably get it done quicker if you rest then, and then, you know, work afterwards, so I think just knowing that you have that time after school to recharge, one, your social battery, and two, just your, like, I guess your brain, because it's been working, you know, the whole day, but, you know, not just working academically, but, like, working kind of just, like, trying to manage anxiety, and, you know, maybe in flight or flight all day and stuff like that. So yeah, I think that and I think another coping mechanism maybe is and this also ties in with routine, like, you know, maybe kind of spending some time alone, like agree it with like your family, um, that you're gonna spend some time alone when you get home because I know, you know, sometimes like people wanna ask you how your day was and I just don't wanna talk. I just need to recharge. So kind of agree that or if you're the opposite, you know, if you really seek that kind of connection then you could you know agree like are we going to talk about this in the car home or like on when you get home and dedicate that dedicate that time to just talking like kind of about things are and how you're feeling and just checking in with people okay so tip number four is making sure you put things in your diary that you can look forward to I think this is a really really important one but it's also so overlooked like just putting stuff in your diary in like the weekends or after school not every single day because you're going to be very tired but just like every so often so you have things to look forward to like if you hate school like me then you know knowing that you have that at the end of the day like even if it's like a coffee out with someone or something like that like it doesn't have to be big but and obviously not every day but knowing you have that really helped me get through the school day um I think kind of like just yeah just something you enjoy and it doesn't have to make sense to anybody else but as long as you know it's something that you really enjoy and that it is I guess, practical and stuff like that, then, you know, make sure that you have it in your diary. And, you know, that might not be seeing people because social batteries may need to be recharged on the weekend or after school, but it could be kind of like doing something fun or just something that you enjoy, like going on a walk in nature, but in a really nice special place to you that you might have to drive a bit for or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, just having something that you would really look forward to. I think that really helps. And especially in the autumn term when things are getting a bit bleak and there's not much going on and, you know, cold and wet and stuff like that. Just knowing that you have that to look forward to is so, I think, so helpful. Like, you know what I mean? And kind of expanding on that, make sure that you have, like, tip five is making sure you have um, a work-life balance. 
because I know, especially in GCSE year and stuff like this, there's this kind of expectation and pressure that you need to work like literally 24-7. And I just want to remind you that if you do that, you will get burnt out. And, you know, kind of slowing down is better than, you know, stopping and burning out, I guess. Um, and I think it's really important to look after yourself so that you can kind of still study and stuff like that. Um, and whether it's like exams or not, just make sure that you have, you know, some time like during the week where you are not studying and you are not kind of doing anything that is like something that will benefit you like academically or something like that. Like I want to remind you that doing stuff like in the community or seeing a friend and stuff like that is all important and it's all learning like whether like the school kind of promotes it or not like seeing a friend is you know socializing and stuff like that and you know that's important because when you leave school at the end of the day like you're going to be socializing with people you know what I mean like I think there's so much to be said that's like beyond the classroom like don't kind of beat yourself up oh I'm not being productive because I'm seeing someone or stuff like this like don't see it as that seeing see it as it's actually part of learning and it's part of life like genuinely like also life skills I think it's like really overlooked at school like you know learning how to kind of cook and clean and stuff like that or like you know do the bills or stuff you know what I mean like learning to drive if you're old enough and stuff like that I think that's really kind of like beneficial and useful especially in later life and that is not something you get taught at school and I think number six would be kind of being honest with people because school is a really difficult time and I think especially for you know autistic people it's quite easy I guess to mask and to kind of conceal your feelings and try and be someone to fit in and stuff like this but I think it's important uh, to be honest with like your family and kind of say like look I might need some more support like these coming weeks or look, I might be a bit more quiet because I need to kind of spend some time alone or stuff like that. Just, I think making people aware really helps people to be supportive of you, especially if they don't know how to meet your needs. Um, And that also goes to like with the school as well, or like, you know, home tutoring or whatever, like making sure they're aware of your needs. Because like, I think, you know, like when you, I think when you trust the right people, I think they can really make a difference to your everyday life, like, at school. Um, Of course, like, there's some things that can't be done and stuff like this and some things that need improving in the system, you know what I mean? But I think, all in all, when you ask for help, you know, it, it kind of, I guess, obviously, there's more chance of getting it. But, you know, if you're just making people aware of it, then, you know, it can help them better meet your needs. So yes, that is it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Like, I don't want to say best of luck, but I guess I'll be thinking of you when you all go back to school or wherever you're going in your journey of life um, next couple of weeks. And remember, my DMs are always open on Instagram. You know, I've been having some really, really nice conversations with people that I've really been enjoying. So thank you. Um... And yeah, make sure also just like send me like podcast recommendations. I'd be so open to hearing what you guys want to hear because at the end of the day, like I do this to help people and you know, I would love 
to kind of hear your view and your standpoints and make sure you know you're following my podcast Instagram to get involved as well because in the previous podcast like the assumptions ones and stuff like that I have been using your guys thoughts and opinions so yes thank you very much for listening I hope you enjoyed and I will see you very soon for a brand new episode bye guys (laughs) 